Blog Talk Radio. Back on live. Y'all know the vibes, man. Watch what's good, my G. Peace, King. What's really good? You know what's good, man. We fresh well, off what's the really good? Dipset dip, immunity, diplomatic immunity. What's really good? What's, yo, that was my joint of diplomatic immunity. Yeah, it was my joint, too. That's my joint of diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah. That was hard right there. You feel me? Yo, let's be real. Dipset gave us some joints and a lot of phrases. That was a catchphrase, what's really good. Did Dipset really birth that? What's really good, though? When we say what's really good to each other to this day, dog, dog my slang was a dip, was from the dip set dictionary. Yeah, yeah. You, you, trust me, you remind me every day. Trust me, I, I know. You remind me all the time. <laughs> Let's go here, man. Fresh off the red man and met the man versus Watts. Um, let's let's talk about it, brother. First, let me get your take on. Um, was this everything that you expected, sir? Let's go there first. No, it was not everything I expected. It absolutely exceeded my wildest dreams. I was completely unprepared for what I saw. Now, with the concerns that you had, I felt like you and Joe Budden, um, you guys were at the table saying that they, you felt like, he said that Met the Man should not be the person sitting in front of tonight's tonight. So I think all of us as a hip-hop community felt like maybe this was going to be a versus, but this was not a versus watch after we well, after you know after the smoke is clear. I knew this wasn't going to be a versus. Um, after the smoke is clear, Iron Man Ghostface <laughs> produced by <laughs> produced by the Abbott. Um, after watching the Ghostface Ray battle, I knew yeah. this was going to be a celebration. So I want to invalidate what Joe Biden said because it made no sense. You knew it was going to be a celebration. <laughs> I said that. It's going to be a celebration. And the thing about it is Method Man made it clear. This is a celebration. This is right. his brother. So right. that's what it was going to be. So that right. whole notion of no one's going to stand in one of the nights tonight. Yeah, that nah. was, you, no one got that feel. Nobody got that feel. Because when, when they playing the songs, you just like celebrating you the album. You it out. You zone. I mean, I mean, zoning out, I, man. I, like I, went, I went to a Red Man Method Man show that I've been to three times in my life. I feel like this is the Hardline Life tour and see them together. Red Man bringing that far, vice versa. They, this is the watch. Am I reaching when I'm saying this is the best versus? Something you said I was reaching. But so, so let me just say this. This was the best versus. So let's give it the source rating. This was a five mic versus. Five mic versus. Let's be clear. It had the best DJ. It had the best DJ. There was no better. There was no better. There was no better display of DJing than what Scratch was doing. Okay, so we get not, we get that out the way. Then the interludes he was playing with all the old school fire party jams. Fire, fire. So, so, so let me just say, you're not reaching. You undersold it. It was by far Stop the me. best verses, and none of the verses were even close. Now, there were verses that were enjoyable and memorable, but, but we, we, saw, we saw history. We saw right. history. I got this 
as my number one, then I got DMX and Snoop as number two for me. Okay. That's all I got it right now for right now. I mean, I'm not trying to be prison of the moment. Like, niggas love telling people that, though. But, dog, I was very impressed with this, man. This is impressive. These niggas rock a show. Their chemistry, continuity. I always talk about continuity, chemistry, always time on the show. You can't buy that. You can't, you know what I mean? Me, my nigga, me even watching these niggas together, obviously, we know Redman. And we're going to talk about these songs in a minute. Um, but we've seen Redman and Method Man link up together since 95. And my nigga, they have not lost their beat. And to watch, oh, like, like, like Mev said, watch us old head niggas, right? I know you talk about niggas like us. And let me get your take on this. For a 50-year-old nigga like Meth Watts and a late 40-year-old nigga in, in Redman, right? Were you impressed that they was on stage for two hours not missing a beat, my nigga? I was beyond impressed. I liked the fact that, three, what they showed was they showed me and your generation hip-hop. People want to know why these old-head niggas, hip-hop heads, and think they're the authority of rap. Well, what you saw was dudes from our generation, our age group, and what hip-hop meant to us. So that's why you could see a 50-year-old rap man and a bunch of dudes in their 50s spitting bars after bars after bars. And there was no Travis Scott for a setup, and there was no dude who auto-tuning last night. What you saw was rapping. That's what you saw. You saw rapping. Word. This is beautiful, my G. This is so beautiful, man. Um, I guess what I, I take it from here, man, them coming out. And, and, and listen, like you said, I don't know why anybody thought this was going to be a, a a versus between Redman and Method Man. I have no problem with this not being a versus. These niggas rocking out, I have no problem with that at all. I love Redman shirt. Watch. What do you think about Redman shirt with the Reggie J, Tupac Biggie from Eminem's to like collapse? I love shit like that. Because here's what it because, because Because when, when Eminem was interviewed by Crooked Eye, Mm-hmm. Did he praise Redman? He was mm-hmm. like, yo, in nineteen ninety six when Muddy Waters came out, that's it. Redman's my favorite. He's the best. Nobody's better than him. So Redman knows Eminem's a, a fan of his. But on that song, Till I Collapse, the mm-hmm. first MC he names is Reggie Noble. Reggie. And Redman wanted to remind you fuck boys out there who when y'all doing your top five list and y'all never mention him, guess hey. what? When y'all look at that shame like Oh, I remember that shirt. That's from Eminem till I collapsed. And the first MC he said was the funk that's the spot. Facts. And let's be real. When Eminem and Redman linked up to do a song together, that shit meant the world to Eminem that he did a song with Red. That's like one of his heroes. That's one of Redman's. That's one of Eminem's heroes. Is Redman Tretch. Them type niggas is Eminem's heroes. He lets you know that. Eminem will let you know that. How much you got Eminem, how much Redman meant to you, he'll tell you. He will tell you. You know what I mean? Um, dog, out the gate watch, they did um the verses of Blackout Two. Um Redman did Holler Roll of Blunt though. Were you surprised that Redman went to do Holler Roll of Blunt? Not for the it was four twenty. It was four twenty. It was appropriate. It was appropriate. So I had no problem whatsoever and I was like, Oh yeah, I like like I loved it. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, but like me and you knew they wasn't battling each other who no, said no, nice. Because no, they no. both said nice. They no. were celebrating each other's catalog. Let's be real. This is one of the verses that niggas was not at the crib or on social media talking about, yo, watching three. I think Redman might have got around six, my nigga. There was, there was no kind of conversation of that. So for anybody to have 
this person went around. It was, that was just a stupid talk to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wasn't doing that at all. This wasn't me scoring who won. I'm talking about the songs they did. You dig what I'm saying? They're left in what the blood clot wants. What the blood clot off the cow, my nigga. One of my right. favorite tracks off the cow, let's be clear. Top five red method man song for me too. So let's be clear. It's one of my favorite songs off of the cow too. Right. And one of my favorite songs. Like straight up and down. When we heard the cow, we already had bring the pain. But I was when lit. we heard what the blood clot? Yo I was lit. I was yo, lit. it was like and, and, and what I liked about it, Method Man reminded all you guys who just don't know what hip hop used to sound like. And mind you, this was a long time ago, man. This is damn near thirty years ago, hip hop. So this is really a long time ago. But man, oh man, that was the production and Method Man's flow delivery. Five Mike song. Facts. And then Red Man went to here and shout out to Red Man for going here. I don't know if you and I, I don't remember when we did our preview of Red MF before, a couple months ago we did it before they, they um, jumped on the scene last night. He does hardcore, my nigga. Were you shocked that he did hardcore? I was, was shocked. I, I was shocked and surprised. And that was one of the most important songs Red Man did of the night. It meant everything to me. That meant that Red Man said, I'm going to do who I am. I'm not trying to appeal very to Jada anybody. Kiss. Very Jada Kisses last night. I, I mean, I mean he, went, he went to business as usual. Now, now people are realists. That was the oldest verse that you heard last night. Because that, that was from the business as usual. That was the business as usual. That was from business as usual. And that was 30 years ago. So all you dudes in your 30s who be arguing about hip hop, yeah, I know this, I know that. Well, I don't know how old y'all was 30 years ago. But that was Red Man. And, and let me tell you, I never heard him. That was the first time I ever heard of him when I got that EPMV album. And I used to replay that verse over and over again. And if you listen to that verse, that's one of the Hip hop introduction you ever gonna hear. That's Body. one of the worst introductions to an MC you're ever gonna hear. Hardcore spot Reggie Noble. And then Meth goes into shame on a nigga. And what I like about this watch, R.I.P. Old Lady Bastard. And this was a theme they did last night. And I love when niggas do this. They let they they so much respect they have for Old Dirty. They let Old Dirty Bastards verse rock out. I really love the fact that Meth did that though. But shame on a nigga. Not really surprised, right? What was so great about Shame on a Nigga is that once again, Method Man or What the Blood Clot, mm-hmm. he had a completely different flow for Shame on a Nigga. So mm-hmm. you saw him showing his versatility as a rapper. Yo, mm-hmm. Mr. Yo, baby, said, Yo, hit me with the flavor. Man, this bastard. And yeah. this is what I love about it. Method Man, 50 years old, his love of hip hop is as intense as it was. Mind you, this is a dude who's doing movies. He's doing he's doing battle rap. He's doing all kind of stuff. But he loves hip hop, and he does not believe I'm I've transcended hip hop. I'm bigger than hip hop. I'm Method Man, who's doing television shows now. No, my nigga, he's the same dude from Staten Island. Facts, Johnny Blazer, man. And then Red Man goes to, to his there's a dark side bag. And he goes straight into Can't Wait. I am not surprised this man did Can't Wait. I also love the fact they played the original song of um, Can't Wait, where he got the sample from, if you young boys ain't catch on to that. And, man, Redman admitting that he can't play basketball was kind of funny also. But we're not surprised, obviously. If you're going to go into There's a Dark Side Bag, you do pull out Can't Wait, obviously. On 90210, fuck a Joe, in the movies, I'm the nigga puffing Buddha in the back row. That's what, y'all? 
That's where it's that's, that's, that's how life was in New oh, York doctor. in the yeah. 80s and the 90s when yeah. you went to the movie theaters in the hood. Yeah. Niggas lived off in the bathroom. That was regular. <laughs> that was regular. That's why that, that's why that line was so real. And we all Niggas know. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. You taking the marriage. By the way, shout out to Eric Sermon on the production. Wow. Yo, listen, man. Listen, oh, man. Let's, night. let's be clear on this, man. Eric. I don't think Eric Sermon gets. I'm, I'm so glad that me and Watson both agree and the love we have for EPMD and the love we have for Eric Sermon on production, man. He double, man. Dog, I think if he did a versus, a lot of niggas, and a lot of you hip hop niggas would be surprised how much production this man has in his bag. If you niggas think Eric Sermon does not have a fresh 20 pack that's lethal, you're bugging. You're bugging the fuck out. This man got too much. Yo, Eric Sermon's a legend, man. Shout out E-Dub right quick, Watts. And then, once again, meth goes into this bag, Watts. And I'm going to say this to you, Watts. Reggie Noble, who you had as your number one rapper in the 90s, Red Man has three classics under his belt. And, and last night, a lot of niggas said, wait a minute, three man, other man. It was not Red Man who first had the fresh three pack. A lot of niggas are telling me Ice Cube might have been one of the first persons to have a fresh three pack. I think, um, I, listen, I, I think Ice Cube uh, cared about that. I didn't. Yeah, I'm not saying that either because also, Rocky, yeah, I think I think Rocky I think Rockin' Carabas, yeah. Ice Cube. I think they, they had it. They had it because they were they were before him. So yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. So part myself on that. But meth goes into the Jizza, an album that you and I did an album review on the Jizza Liquid Source. Meth doing a verse on Shadow Boxing is a must. We are not surprised that meth goes and get his bag. And let's be clear, if meth did not do this, right now we're having a conversation. Meth, what the fuck was you doing? But yes, Shadow Boxing. This is one of the head scratchers that me and you had when RZA battled DJ Premier. How do yes. you not show the world your yes. production on shadow boxing? That's crazy. And, 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 and to this day, we're always going to question that. We're going to question yeah, that, and we're going to question, and we're going to question fourth chamber. We're just going to question. Yeah, and you yeah, know why? Yeah. Because when your artists had a chance to do their verses, they made sure fourth chamber was played, and um, Method Man made sure shadow boxing was played. So you, the people you produce for, they made sure those two songs were heard in their verses. Method Man and shadow boxing once again. Smith Sonian, five mic, right. super verse from Italian Stallion. And then they, they went into the blackout bag, one, two, one, two. They went into that joint. And listen, man, we're expecting them to do a lot of blackout joints, especially, yeah, they're going to go into their solo joints, but they're still both of those brothers right there. So you're going to see joints from blackout one and blackout two. And let, let me be clear, watch, that's the album I can't wait for us to review is blackout. Don't be clear on that. I, I can't wait to review blackout. Because they didn't even spit their best songs on Blackout. I just to let you know, just to let you know how real Blackout was. Yeah. And this was right. crazy. Just watch. Here's the thing that's this is what made it historic. They were performing songs I'd never seen them perform before. So to me, this was amazing. This was amazing seeing them perform these two songs. Every time they performed their Blackout music together, it was amazing to see. I love seeing Red and Meth as each other's hype man. That is amazing. That's dope. I love that. I love that too. I totally co-signed that, brother. To watch Meth show love to Red and Red show love to Meth, and they know, listen, man, these brothers been touring forever, man. So, listen, watch. They said it themselves, brother, that if they wasn't for 420, usually they're in Colorado somewhere blowing it down and doing shows in Colorado every year. That seems like an annual thing for Red and Meth. Um, watch. They stayed, they, they stayed in the blackout bag. 
and they went into React, my nigga. I'm not surprised they did React, and I do love React. Let's be clear on that. I was happy that they did React. So talk to me. Now, now React is not Black Album. That's the Eric Sermon's joint. No, it's Eric Sermon's joint. Part of stuff, part of stuff, part of stuff. Right, right. And, and oh my God, they, did, they did React or did they did you? Because you was both the black album. Which no, one are you talking about? Was first. React. They did React first. Okay. Okay. So that was that was that was just a, a red man. That was a red man e double joint. Mm-hmm. And just to, and 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 what I loved about that is that it showed you in case you forgot. Once again, Eric Summer production Eric Sherman, and, more, and more red man and more red man rapping. So I was that was a pleasant <laughs> surprise to see that. I got it. I got the verses right now for everybody. I got. I think this will be one of the greatest verses on production tip alone. Maybe I'm in my New York bias bag, common boys. Sorry, but dogs, give me Eric Sermon versus Havoc. Watch. Sign me up for Eric Sermon and Havoc. I would like to see Eric Sermon and Havoc had a versus. And I'm not even. I won't even look at it as a battle. And if it's a battle, I would love that because I would tell you something right now. It's gonna be one of those things where you're gonna be scratching your head. It's not gonna be. A, it's not gonna be a. You can't go right or wrong for Eric Sermon and Havoc. So song for song, in my opinion. Being that verse, being that verses have decided that it's no longer going to be like that. I don't even. I, I wouldn't want to see that. I want to see verses where it's a real verses. To me, Havoc and Eric Sermon is a celebration. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind a celebration either. Though, when you play dope music, but I see what you're saying. Um, then Meth went into his Judgment Day bag and played Dangerous Grounds, and I was happy to see him go in that bag also. He didn't do a lot of songs of Judgment Day, but I'm glad he went into this bag though, Dangerous Grounds. Agreed. I I'm happy that he did Dangerous Grounds. I think that's a raw hip hop song. That mm-hmm. was a song that was just made for hip hop heads. Shout out to Corey Guns, man. Corey Guns killed that shit on wrestling. Then Redman did a solo drink that I never heard before. Like you said earlier, he did a couple of songs that we never heard before. But then they licked back up and they did you from the blackout and the way they perform. Yo. Dog, performance, man. You know you battle rap fans are talking performance and all this shit. Dog, the performance that these niggas did for you, Watts. I don't know about you. I'm pretty sure you were somewhere doing the jazz face like I was, my brother, because that shit was crazy when they, how they performed you and shit, my, my nigga. Watching Red and Mess acapella you showing breath control and uh, rapping that song everything. meant everything. everything. And what I loved about it so much is that, man, it really gave me a reminder Y'all setting the lyrical ball way too low in 2021. Mm. Y'all, y'all, y'all just think y'all can give us a verse here, a two-minute song, yeah. and it's all good, mm. and we supposed to respect it. I saw Redman and Messy Man with you. The statement was, "We rap better than all you guys right now," and we and we outside to prove it. Like we're outside, and we showed it. They showed it. They showed lyricism. Like I believe they picked that song to just show how dead nice they was. And guess what? Mm. They showed it. Yeah, Redman did whatever, man. I'm not, I'm, listen, he went into his um, Muddy Waters bag and he pulled out whatever, man. I, I, he had a video for that. It was a single. So we're not surprised he did whatever, man. Another just incredible performance by Redman. I mean, to go after Redman did you, after him and Method Man just spazzed it on you. Then he went into whatever, man, and then you hand the way he's rapping. Listen, you said it earlier. I already rated Redman my number one to see the 90s. Guess what? He validated it for me. So, you know, I was very happy. Like, if people want to know, why watch it like Redman so much? Well, did you watch the verses last night? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the mess went into this bag. And listen, man, I love mess. That's my guy. 
Um, but I, this was one of my favorite songs. Obviously, we all heard this song. I was shocked a little bit he went here, but then again, I wasn't shocked. Um, he went, he went to Riddler, man. Didn't I never liked the video? Riddler was not my, one of my favorite rap songs. But guys, I think he went somewhere else with this. He could have did his verse on projects, and I'd have been happy. But guys, um, Method Man wanted to perform a song. That was on one of the biggest selling albums that year. It was the it was the Batman soundtrack, and he made a joke talking about you know the biggest song of the year was on there, "Rose" by Seal. But listen, just to highlight how big a star Method Man was, think about this: Batman was like the biggest movie in the world at the time, and when they put a soundtrack in, they got the biggest pop stars in the world to be on that soundtrack. Guess who they called? They called M E T H O D. That's how big a star he was in the 90s. And then Redman went to do his verse up on the Death Squad album, um, the Fuku Operation verse. I believe he did that verse there. Um, you're, you're big. That's your album right there. You love that Death Squad album. I love the Death Squad album. And, mm-hmm. and this is what people don't know. Redman's work ethic in the 90s was insane. It was so he gave you some. He gave you the Death Squad album, mind you. This is a time when he did Muddy Waters, the Death Squad album, Docs the Name, and Blackout, yes. all back to back to back to back. Like that's four in a row. That's four Whoa. in a row. And he was and he was doing five mic level rapping for the whole the decade. Like, think about this. Think about this. Ninety nine percent of everything you heard from Redman was in the nineties. Ninety nine percent of everything you heard from him was from the nineties. Meth goes into he goes back into um to Cal Judgment Day and a song that I knew he would do I knew he was gonna do this song because this song was real big he did um break up to make up with D'Angelo and I, I told you he's gonna do this song brother I'm not surprised he went into this bag though Method Man was always the reluctant superstar sex symbol. It was just, that's just, women just love him. That nigga, he was never, he was never trying to be Versace up, to be Moschino down, to be, he wasn't, <laughs> this nigga had, would not comb his hair, you know, hair sagging, trembling, not big, not shaving. He was not trying to be a sex symbol. Well, women loved him. So record labels would be like, yo, meth, you're a sex symbol, you got to do something. So they did the D'Angelo song. That's not one of my Method Man songs, but put it this way. When Hot 97 reviewed it, Laura Styles was so happy. Women loved that song. She was, she, she, that was the happiest Laura Styles got when that song came on. I'm not surprised. I went to my mother, I'm not surprised. Then the guest appearances came out, and the first guest appearance for the night was the guy from Long Island. Keith Murray made an appearance, and obviously why it's 420 and no, he's not going to do the most beautiful thing in the world. He does get lifted, my nigga. Talk to me. Carlton Av, L-O-D, Keith Murray. Cannabis before cannabis, believe it or not. The way he was vocabulary super fat. Like, he was always using big, stupid words that was sick with it. It It was a very pleasant surprise. And even though I saw Keith Murray, I still... My mind was still not thinking that there was going to be more guest appearances. And that was so fire that they did get lifted once again, I produced by, once again, produced by Eric Sherman, a guy that's a rap guy, as a fucking producer. And I told all of y'all, I said, if I ever talk to y'all how I feel about Eric Sherman compared to whoever's your favorite producer, y'all not going to like what I got to say. 
and then Ren and Meth go into blackout and do Big Dogs, man. Yo, Meth's verse on Big Dogs, I fucking love Meth. This this dog, this is like yo, Meth kills that. His flow on Big Dogs is crazy. But talk to me, man. Big Dogs or Blackout, my nigga. Another incredible performance by Method Man. So let's just be clear. Method Man has about four different 20-packs if he wants to go into them. Right. Because me and you already acknowledge he did not do – they didn't do the best one before Blackout. He did not go into Judgment Day. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So right. he, he didn't go into the Texas after. You know what I'm saying? He did one song for it. No, D'Angelo, he did D'Angelo's song, and he did two songs, Dangerous Minds and... Yes, yes, you're right. He did two songs. My point is, he was not deep diving into his album cut. And he didn't didn't deep dive into Wu-Tang Forever either, where he had amazing Ah, verses. Okay. They spread a mad love throughout the night. They show him flowers. To well, I agree. Got to get his shit off so I get it. I agree. So what I'm saying is because remember when Rick Ross said, I got another 20 pack for anybody. Method Man okay. also has another 20 pack. Red Man also has another 20 pack. Thanks. And then once they go into a Tupac song, my mind's made up, man. And let me say, man, no disrespect to the other brothers on the track, but Red Man and Method Man have my favorite verses on there. It is what it is. Yo, Method Man's verse, once again, I don't, I'm not trying to shortchange Reggie Noble at all, but Meth killed this shit, man. I love my, my, all my mind's made up. My favorite song on Tupac's album also. Um, first of all, I thought Red Man uh, MVP'd that song when I first heard it. I just thought he just ran away with it. Um, mm-hmm. I knew they were going to perform it because that was such a big song, but let me tell you what I love. Mm-hmm. They told the real story. They was like, yes. Deck was on this song. Deck should have been on this song. Deck's verse was dead nice. The way Redman was like, yo, Deck left Earth on this verse. I really like that they, they told the real story. They was not mm-hmm. in the studio with Pac. And, like, that song was just Pac wanted all the hot stuff when he came out of jail. And, that, and that's how that song came together. But it becomes a legendary song because it's on All Eyes on Me. Yep. And once again, for all you people who love Tupac, and y'all love all eyes on me. Y'all got to pay homage to that song because y'all know Red and Mess mm-hmm. was on that song getting busy. Mm-hmm. Um, next song, King, they went into, yeah, not surprised they went into this bag. Um, RZA came out, Deck comes out, and they do Jan Clan ain't nothing to fuck with and more Afros than Rollo. I was here for that. Um, this is one of the historic, iconic moments for me. I did not know that Abbott was going to be in the building because they were in New York. The Abbott lives in California. So this was really, this was really um, a, a planned event because they had to get yeah. people. You know, it was, it was a completely planned, yep. practice prepared event. I mean, come on. Redman had the track listing. He kept asking, oh, we don't know what we're going to play. But then he looked at the track list like, wait a minute, what song is next? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was so funny because they clearly prepared it and, and, and performed a show set. Like, this was literally a show set. And Wu-Tang Clan Ain't Nothing to Fuck With is one of the all-time greatest Wu-Tang Clan songs. And once again, you get Method Man doing a five-mic verse with a five-mic flow. So we we'll on that. Then it gets interesting. They take an intermission, a long intermission. And let me just say, man, salute again to DJ Scratch, man, playing all the classics. Um, when he started going into the Rock the Bells, and then we started scratching and everything like that. I know that element is not big in this era of hip-hop for you young niggas and shit, 
But my old ass definitely appreciated that, man. Um, let, me just say, let me just say this. Um, man, at some point when people really decide to really look into LL's hip-hop bag, right. it's going to be amazing. Like he's been so successful for so long, and he's and he's been in so much stuff that people really do not comprehend how great an MC he is and his contribution to hip hop. I rock the bells, man. Everybody in that room who was there, rock the bells meant everything to them. It Facts. meant everything to them. Of course, of course, man. And then, um, listen, shout out to my, I think it was playing Roxanne, Roxanne. Um, Houdini, um, the J, the I, the M, Veronica, Veronica. He was playing some joints, man. So yeah, my man. Yeah, my man. I'm be real, man. My man. He he transferred. He took me in a time machine back I to it. high school. I fucking loved it. Loved high, it. He took loved me. He took me back. He took me back to junior high school and high school because he literally played the soundtrack. Yep. That intermission of DJ Scratch. That was the soundtrack to my life. Bye, and they twelve year old to it. 17-year-old. Everything I listened to hip-hop, he was playing during the, in that run. I mean, he was playing, when, when he was playing Pee Wee Herman, that was yes. a big deal. Definitely a hot tracks era, man. And, and, we, and we should do it then. The Pee Wee Herman dance used to be a big deal to do at parties. Josie Love, man. So, you know what I'm saying? All the vibes. Um, the mess went here, Watts. I, I'm, I'm not surprised he went there, and I'm glad he went there. I'd have been, I'd have been disappointed if he didn't go here. He goes in and ready to die and plays um, the what. First, first off, the what, man. We knew that was coming, though. I tweeted out, yes, Method Man, the only rapper on Ready to Die. The only one. That's a fact. And Method um, Man let all you guys. Hey, Rob Markman, when, you in the, when you're in there trying to tell everybody factoids, you're trying to tell everybody the behind the scenes of every single song. You want to tell. By the way, by the way, genius, Rob Markman. Nothing you said in that live, I did not know already. Nothing. I don't watch it a lot when niggas be in there. I do not watch it. There's one thing about I go. I'll be missing all that shit. I'd stay away from that shit. That shit would be toxic. Um, and then Red Man goes into Pick It Up song on Muddy Waters. Um, I, I'm glad he went there. I, I wish he was. I, I really wish. No, nah, you know what? He went to a song that I liked off Muddy Waters. So let me not go there. Um, he went. What do you think about that song? I thought when he went to pick it up, it was it was one of the most creative things of the night because he rapped to it over a different beat, and when that he rapped dope. over it, when he rapped to it over a different beat, you heard his lyrics more clearer. Like you literally heard how raw the lyricism was, and that, and you got the ill, dead nice MC Reggie Noble coming over, pick it up, pick it up. I loved it. And then Meth did his verse on. I did not know Meth was gonna go here, man. The diversity of Method Man, listen, we, you needed that to balance out the Red Man. I love the fact that Red Man could stick the way he does, but Meth could also be diverse and go different chambers and shit. And he did his verse all round and round with John L. Um, I think I did the beat and shit. I love that song. Round and round. I love that joint. was my shit, though. I ain't going front, though. That was my joint, though. And then... On performance again, man. On performance again, watch. I thought a highlight for me again was Redman doing Superman level with Method Man in the back holding up the cape. I just love the concept. Teamwork makes teamwork, man. Right, this is, and Redman has said, I don't got a girl joint. This is my girl. And yes, Redman, Superman, Superman level was one of the best highlights for me last night, man. I mean, if you want to highlight storytelling in hip hop, 
being a dead nice MC in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was on full display last night. Yep. Everybody in the room respected it. And you know what's so crazy? Because there were so many legendary people in there. The respect level that I know they had for Red and Mess and, and each other, I would just love to know what was being talked about afterwards. That, Like you said, that was one of the highlights for me. The way he just five yeah. mic body bag. I love that Superman shit. Body level. bag performance. Body that shit. And then Meth goes into the Tiana Taylor song, but my thought was this. Um, I thought Ghostface was on the remixes. Ghostface was, I've had, I got that song with Ghostface on my phone. I never knew there was a meth version, and I think he gave a, 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 a light story about, about that song. So, meth again on back-to-back commercial joints. Um, I know you appreciated this, Watts. They go back into Blackout, and they go into Syria Killer. Talk to me, man. Another another great song that just shows you how dead not. So, I want people to understand this. The Blackout came out in 1999. Red and meth had already, they were already certified by 1999. And you tell me, was they still that nice in 1999? Yes, whatever. Absolutely. The whole decade. The whole decade. Dead nice. So it's dope to see them perform songs together because, like I said, I like when they come into, when they say each other's verses and they beat each other's hype man. Mm. And then Redman brings out another guest. Shout out to y'all. I ain't gonna lie, man. Redman got you last night on the guest, man. I ain't going to hold you. He definitely got you on the guest. Um, Redman goes into his jersey bag. He goes to Newark and brings out Lords of the Underground. Chief Locker Boys, I was not expecting Lords of the Underground to come out there, my nigga. Were you shocked to see Lords of the Underground, Brick City, in a building? That was so shocking. Shocked me to my core. If you want to tell me something that I would have never predicted, I would not have predicted that, but let me tell you what I love about it. Redman said I knew him since he was 14. Redman used to be the DJ. Redman used to be the DJ to Lord of the Underground. So mm-hmm. I really, really appreciated that he showed that brother love. Like he literally said, this is where I came from. I'm going to let my man get his, his moment to shine and highlight positivity that he's doing in the hood. Now, Mev goes into a song, and he brings out Street Life, and you know how much I feel about Street Life. One of my, guy, one of my favorite offspring, Wu-Tang members, I call these niggas offsprings, love Street Life, man. Um, Watts, they did a song that, hey, Mev, man, me and Watson have been championed for this album since since. We started having conversations about this shit. This Method Man and Havoc album, I need to hear, because this is a song that Meth has a street life, and it's a Havoc song. So the song that I guess Meth will have on his album. I don't know how you felt about the song when you heard it. But this is, this, the, 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 there were two mistakes made that bothered me. This was one of them. Street mm. life deserved to get his moment to shine like everybody else. I had told you off the air, they should have just performed Judgment Day together. Just and you would have heard Street Life get busy. And and you put since he performed, I mean since he performed Dangerous Ground, they should have performed Dangerous Ground together and, and let Street Life rock off. But watch, I'm gonna jump on piggyback on what you just said. He did do Dangerous Ground. So that was the right time right there for Meth to let Street Life get his shit off. Was right then and there. A hundred percent agree with you. So this I got to be honest, Meth might have dropped the ball right there. Meth, Meth dropped the ball yeah. big time. This was this was a 
unforced error that did right. not have to happen. And let me tell you, it hurt street life because he kept saying it. He was right. like, yo, right. he was like, damn. And he had every right to be. I they ruined that. they ruined his moment. I mean, Lords of the Underground got a better chance to highlight yes. himself than street life. Yes. Come on, man. Now, that was a that was a mistake that should not have happened because Messi, man, he's your artist. You've been rocking with him for the longest. He's on Wilson. He's on Takao. There's no way that street life should, they, they should have fumbled the ball like that and with not Street for Life. Nothing. Street Life got some verses, nigga, like dogs. You know what I mean? And let's be real. The older brother they brought out, Redman's uncle, cool kid, he got more burn than Street Life. You know what I mean? But in the end of there. Then watch. Um, Redman goes into a song, R.I.P. Fight Dog. You know the vibes already, Tropical Quest, man. Um, they do a Fight Dog song with Redman and Buster. We never heard either. We got to hear a little snippet. as a video also for this song. So... Fife, Buster, and, and Reggie. How do you feel about that? Uh, I, he explained why he did it. They wanted mm-hmm. to highlight Five Dog is coming out with a single. They wanted people to yep. buy Five Dog's album. So once again, it was salute to an era, you know, a great MC, Five Dog from Tribe Called Quest. So I like that they highlighted past M- uh, MCs who passed away, and they wanted to show love. And I'm not surprised Meth went into this bag. He went into the Belly soundtrack. The grand finale joint with him, DMX, and Nas Escobar moving on your week production. What do you thought about that? That was a song Meth did just to say, I have a song with Nas and DMX. And DMX. But come on, that's why he did that. Me and you both know that's why he did that. He, did, yeah, he was, he was basically stunting to be like, yo, I'm cool. I, not only do I have a song with Biggie and Pac, watch this. I'm cool I also got songs with Nas and DMX. You know what I'm, I'm saying? To really let people know. And, and then he gave you his verse on the grand finale. Hey, MF is one of the few rappers that have songs with deceased rappers in DMX now, Tupac, and Big. For his resume. Let's throw it out there. Um, then they they went to 4-3-2-1. And listen, produced by E-Double, Eric Sermon. Let's be fucking clear. And I'm glad once again, watch, they played the DMX verse, man. That was dope for me. Uh, very dope. Very dope. The video was very dope. Uh, playing DMX verse, very dope to highlight how impactful mm-hmm. DMX was in that era. And then Red and Meth together on Eric Sermon production. Yes. Going back and forth with their verses, man. Very, very dope. I, I ain't going to lie, though. I was like, damn, let LL rock for a little bit, though. <laughs> I want LL's verse to rock for a little bit, though. LL's verse of 4321 is crazy. Um, then um, this is where it starts to get interesting, Watts. Meth goes into the classic first single off the Cal in 1994, Shaking the Room, Shaking the Building type song right here. Classic Smithsonian joint. He goes in to bring the pain, man. We knew that was coming. That's a no-brainer, though. Bring the Pain is Method Man's first single off of the Cal. And let me just say, the earth rumbled, the earth shook when that song came out, Five mic video, five mic flowing by Method Man. Five mic production okay. by the Resurrector, the Abbot. Mm. And then Red Man goes into one of his first singles off. Now, this is premeditated. You can tell when they was doing this. Uh, even, even Hold on. Yeah, this is his first single, though. And I want to ask you a question also about something real quick. Remind me, so i got to ask you this question. Red Man did time for some action. So we get Bring the Pain Watch and then time for some action. You want to talk about matching and mirror matching songs? I love that right there. 
Now, you see what you just said? You said matching and mirror matching. Hot 97 reviewed that today, right? Right. Pete Rosenberg said, oh, there's only one right answer. Everybody knows Time for Some Action is the best song. And everybody disagreed with him and let it rock out. It shocked me. You just said they mirror matched each other. These were two yeah. great songs. And this and, and Peter Rosenberg is out there acting like time for some action. Let's bring the pain in the dust and bring the pain and song no. under the dustbin. It was no, shocking. No, time for some action hey, not bring the pain at all. Rosenberg, Rosenberg, Archie Bunker was for that man. Wait for it, my nigga. There's only one right answer, time for some action. What do you mean there's only one right answer? No, there's not. So, wow. so, by the way, dope, time for some action, dope. Uh, uh, bring the pain, dope, man. Just, just to let you know how great these two MCs are. We deep into the verses now. Are you surprised Redman did not do Blow, for your, blow your Mind? No. I'm not surprised. Was it single? Was it single I, or with the album? No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I'm not surprised because we saw that they, they gave up their time for guests. Right, right, okay. So okay. because they gave up the time for guests, they they left stuff on the table, which was fine, because the guests that they had, it more than made up for it. Yes, yes, factual, factual. Now, I was surprised Meth went into this bag. He went back to the cow. I didn't think Meth, I thought, if anything you go to cow, you might do three songs and dip out. He snuck one into the back door. I heard the key to start singing at the beginning. I was like, hold up. And he went into release yourself, my nigga. I was surprised that went into release yourself. I ran to Keith. I'm like, okay. What do you think about release yourself? So let me tell you what caught me off guard. Method Man literally wrapped all the singles he released off of the cow. Because those yep. were the singles. He, he he wrapped the single, and I didn't expect him to do that. You know what I'm saying? But he did it. So I, it was dope, but I just didn't expect him to do it. Yo, Meth, I ain't gonna lie to you, my nigga. If you done Mr. Sandman, I would have lost my fucking mind, nigga. I would have okay, lost wait, 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 my mind. By the way, by the way, Meth, Meth, you could have done Mr. Sandman and then let Street Life come out and rap his oh, verse off of Mr. Sandman. Okay, hold on. Is this deck on? Is deck on Mr. Sandman? Yes, 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 he is. Oh, come on, yo, Meth, what we doing, yo, Meth? Yo, I don't mean to be these guys, but y'all niggas used to holler at me a while before y'all making y'all listen to y'all songs, man. Because I am just saying, yo, yo, man, yo, I, yo, he dropped, yo, he dropped the ball on Street Life, B. Yeah, man. Like, you, like, like, and, and here's yeah, the man. thing, and, and, and Street up, Life, and Street Life was mad, B. No, 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 and Street, Life, and Street Life was mad, and he had every right to be. And he, because people don't, people don't know how important Street Life is to Method Man. Like, he's really important to Method Man, he's always been there. So come on, man, man, you gotta let your man rock out and get his shine. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I co-sign that, honey. Um, the meth did something that was real funny last night, Wise, and I'm pretty sure you caught it. So you gotta be a woo, man. You gotta be a Judgment Day nigga to understand it. He did a skit on to Cal Judgment Day with Donald Trump at the time. We didn't know Donald Trump was an asshole like, in 2000, um, whenever it is, 2000 when he did to Cal on Judgment Day. But the Donald Trump skit where he played a little bit of it, and then he hung up on it. I thought that was hilarious. What he thought about this kid trying to play you Donald have, Trump? You, have, you, have, you have to have, like you said, you had to have been outside to have uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Judgment Day album to yeah, know yeah, that, that was a skit. And, 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 and the behind the scenes is, Russell, as a favor to Russell Simmons, uh, he put Trump 
on Method Man's album. Donald Trump doesn't know who Method Man is. Donald Trump doesn't rap. But Russell Simmons was so powerful, he could do that. And by the way, in that era, this is fucking y'all up, Donald Trump was running around loving rappers. He acted like he was Diddy's best friend um, in, 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 during that time. That's right. Another, uh, I don't I hate to be this guy, man. Hold on, hold on. Before we go, no, 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 no. Let's after after we do that, we'll get to that. We'll get to that topic. We'll talk about that. Because I know where you're going. Uh, I know where you're going. Let's, let's let's do the celebration and, and and do this, and then we'll talk about that. All right. And Red Man goes into Doctor Name, first single of Doctor Name. I'll be that. One of my favorite videos from Red Man is I'll be that. Um, we're not shocked he went into this bag, right? No, not shocking, but what I did not like was on Twitter, I saw a lot of people chiming in saying, hey, is the reason why Redman doesn't get a lot of consideration as an LMC because he does a lot of funny songs? And I'm like, oh, and then everybody's like, oh, yeah, he doesn't get credit, just like Ludacris, he does funny songs, so people don't, don't think he's a great lyricist. Was there ever a point three that you felt Redman was not an LMC? No, no, okay. no, one time. Redman set, Red Red set this off with How to Roll a Blunt and his verse from Hardcore. Was there anything funny about his verse on Hardcore? No. No, okay. I don't understand so that. Red, kind there was of something song. funny about Redman as an MC. He's always been dead, stupid, nice. But hold on. You can't, well, hold on. You can't be, uh, you can't be, have a side of you as, com- as com- where it's very comedic, right? Your comedy type of rap and still be nice. You can't be a jovial person. And be a funny dude and still be dumb nice on the mic. That I don't understand. Yo, some of the logic, you know, some of the logic in bat and hip hop is like the logic in baseball that I don't understand. When a nigga hits a home run and he flips the bat and then he gets the next guy gets hit by a pitch. I don't be. There's, there's some funky ass rules going on here, man. Um, well, let's keep moving, watch. Um, I, I don't, I don't get that, brother. And then Mel goes into listen, like you said earlier, he did all his singles off the cow, and we knew he was gonna go here. And all the ladies are waiting for this song, All I Need, even though I didn't like this version. But it's okay. He played all, um, the version of the cow. Um, I was shocked that he played the version that did not win him the Grammy. This wasn't the version yes. that you won the Grammy for. This was yeah. not the video version. Uh, when we talk about whatever we're going to talk about at the end of this, it ties into this song, okay? Uh, my conspiracy theory on that. But this was one of his most known songs. Laura Styles loved it. Every super chick song that he did, Laura Styles from Hot 97 was jamming because they did the video recap. And you see her, for every song Method Man did that was 100% catered to women, she absolutely loved it. So anytime Method Man went into his female bag, women loved that the movie. women loved it. I did not like it. This is not my version that he did. Right, but, not my version but, either, but, you know, But I understand that this, this was his biggest song. This I would have told Meth, son, not this version, though. I would have, as his homie, as, as a homie, I would have told Meth. Um, but then Red Man goes into, oh, I, listen, man, there's certain songs you know niggas are going to play, man. And if you don't play them, regardless if you're sharing the set with certain niggas, these songs have got to be played. Classic, one of my favorite Red Man songs, top three Red Man songs for me, tonight's tonight, my nigga. I'm 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 lit once I hear this song. It's lit for me. So let's say Devil's Advocate, me and you were comparing these two songs. Uh right, the Method Man song or Tonight's Tonight. Uh thirty piece thirty piece for thirty piece for Red Man, Tonight's Tonight, Tonight's Tonight, 
top three Redman song of all time. Once again, who's the producer? Could you tell everybody who produced that Eric song? Eric Sermon, E-Double, Eric Sermon, the Green Eye Motherfucking Bandit. You hear me? Okay. What, what, that guy. Let me tell you, man. Bottles from Brand with Long Island, yeah? Woo! Um, Bottles from Brand with Long Island, Bottles from Brand with Long Island. That's my shit. That's my song right there. That was my shit. That was my song right there, my nigga. You hear me? Yo, <laughs> the meth goes into the classic. Only don't, only person have a solo joint on 36 Chambers, of course, why you got to do M-E-T-H-O-D, man, right? It's only right. It's only right. M-E-T-H-O-D, man. man. He loved it. Loved that he did. And, and what was so great about this is Method Man could have did this early in the verses. He could have did it first if he wanted to because it's his, it's his yeah. first song. I'm glad, didn't he do. It. I'm glad he saved it. But but just to show you how much he had in his chamber that we in a, we in we in we after the seventh inning stretch and Method Man is coming right. with Method Man, woof, mm-hmm. dope dope dope. And Red Man goes into um, the goodness of Buster Rhymes. Were you shocked that he went there? I was. I, some time. I was not shocked at all because that's one of okay. Method Man's best songs. And did you not watch the way he rhymed it? Did you not yeah, watch his flow, shit, his delivery? No, 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 no. Was I was not shocked at all that he went into the goodness. I always felt 100% he was going to go into the goodness. Um, so, that shit too. so um, I thought this was, I thought, I thought Red Man, go, I thought, man, okay, this is when, by this time, Red Man is just going into classic material where he's just showing as an MC, he's super dead stupid nice. I mean, that's all you're getting at this point from Red Man. We got a back-to-back of Red Man, though. He goes back-to-back, and he goes, let's get dirty. I'm not surprised he went there, though. Big, big, big popular song from him. Yep. This was mm-hmm. Red Man in the 2000s. So Red Man mm-hmm. is now out of the 90s, and he's in 2000. Big, big budget, big-time song for him, Let's Get Dirty. And then Method Man and Red Man go into a song that I told Watson, this is going to be a go. This is my shit. And I watch niggas on the – I thought about you. I saw niggas on Twitter going crazy off this song. I, was, I love this song. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. I was happy they did this song, my nigga. I was so happy they did this joint. You 100% called it. I'm giving you all the credit in the world. Yeah, I love this song. Man. This song, you said they were going to perform it, and you was 100% correct. I fucking love it. Love this joint. Um, and then Meth played a song with him showing love to a bunch of rap, an unreleased song watch, where there's a lot of name dropping like Game does with Beat Nuts, I Greg Nice Smooth Beat. He, I don't, it's an unreleased song. I don't know if you got to hear that. I did hear it. Yes. Right. And I, and, 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 and I like Meth paying homage to, to show that he's a hip hop historian, a hip hop purist, a hip hop nerd. And then Meth goes into of a song that everyone listen, man. This nigga had one of the best verses last year. One of the best verses. He ran some a lot of niggas. R.J. Payne, a lot of niggas had those verses, but Meth had one of the illest verses last year, off of Lemon, and obviously in the Conway. I I love the fact that he did this song. Um, I re-listened to our show when we predicted it, and I'm gonna give myself credit for saying he's gonna do Lemon. Nigga, I, love, I, I love that I said uh, Method Man was going to do Lemon. 
You know, hey, 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 Battle Rap Trap, you tweeted today, Griselda's overrated. Once again, once again, once again, Battle Rap, y'all not outside. Please, Battle Rap community, leave this versus alone. It clearly was not for you guys. It was not for you guys at all because mind you, these are dudes in their 50s doing hip hop from 30 years ago, and you niggas was not outside. <laughs> Yo, let me show. Yo, and then the highlight of the night for me, man. Red man, sir, you get five mics for what you pulled off last night. This was dope. This was everything to me. I was waiting for this song, and I was waiting for the verse. I really thought he was going to do a verse. Then I'm like, damn, he's not going to do the verse. Well, before I go there, part himself, before I let me say this right. Redman brings out K-Solo to do It's Like That off Muddy Waters, my nigga. What do you think about seeing K-Solo, the original Letterman, not the Letterman, the original Letterman, K-Solo? The fact that Redman brought out the fugitive, the fact that Redman brought out the guy who said, your mom is in my business, it was a historic moment for me to see Redman. And K Solo teach modern day hip hop how to rap. It was important. That is a song where they were going back and forth. Today's rappers teaching today's rappers how to rap. So if y'all want to know why, if you go check out Shikru's interviews, and Shikru said, yo, back in the days, I was a Redman fanatic. I was a Redman stan. When you want to see Eminem say, oh, man, I was a Redman. I didn't think anybody could be better than him. Well, you got, you saw it. Redman was going tonight's the night. Redman was going, it's like that. Yo, my man, he started hitting you with packs in a row. He started hitting you with packs. About how yeah, nice he was. And, and, this, and let me just say, this was a highlight to me, a personal highlight to see the fugitive and the folk doc. And then, to, I mean, you thought to, you couldn't top that, huh? You feel that, that, that how can Red Man top bringing out Solo? No Solo, you're going to stay here. You're not going to go back in the dress room, sir. We're going to bring out Eric Thurman and Barry Smith, and we're all going to do Headbanger. My nigga, when I saw this, I was fucking going crazy in my crib. This was the highlight of the night for me. This meant everything to me. To close this out, not really close out, but yeah, for Redman to do this, man, this was everything, man, everything. This was also the highlight for me. The show could literally end it right there, and I would have been like, this is the greatest verses yep. I've ever seen. Um yep. This was one of the greatest, it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen, to, to be honest. I mean, this is one of the reasons why it was the best verses ever. Remember, we have a lot of MCs who are dying, right? The fact that all the original MCs from a song that came out 29 years ago, they're all still alive, and they all performed one of the all-time six Mike Posse cuts yep. is meant everything to me. And by the way, everybody got busy. Paris Smith got busy. Mm-hmm. The Green Eye Bandit got busy. The Fusion got busy. And then, of course, Redman. MVP needs to burst. Yeah, MVP. MVP, Redman. Facts. Factuals. And, and then, by, the way, by the way, by the way, I loved watching Method Man's reaction as he watched him perform that song. He loved it. He loved it. 
Shout out to Redman again. Redman, you did a couple of things tonight, man. You bring out Solo. You bring out Lord of the Underground. You bring in out EPMD to do that. And you're like, no, 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 no. These are my big bros. These are the niggas that put me on. These are the niggas that, that, that made me get, who gave me, Eric Sermon gave me some of the hardest beats in my career. I don't want to let these niggas stay out here and rock out. And, yo, my nigga, when they did So What You Saying, man, I was lit. I'm like, yo, this 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 meant everything to me to see EPMD still stay out and perform that song. You know what's so great? You've seen EPMD perform live, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you've seen them, so you understand the energy they bring. But you also understand the importance of EPMD. Hey, Rockefeller ever, guys, Wayno guys, don't you remember when Bleak and Beans were like, we the new EPMD? Yep, they did that. When Spice Diggy Dog would say, favorite rap group in the world, it's EPMD. Spice Diggy Dog said that. What you guys saw was two guys, right, who was at the table with Kane, Rakim, G-Vap, Slick Rick, even if he was sitting at the table with them, at that table, at the five mic, we all time yep. great table, even if he was sitting at that table as the group hey, with all the great solo MCs. There's another group we talked about, Ice Cube, earlier. Um, we saw Rock Kim earlier, Red Man earlier, for the, for the first niggas to have three pack, a three they pack. Four pack. They had a 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 four pack. Strictly business, business as usual. Yeah, they had a four pack. It's never personal. Yeah. Yeah, for you on that. And then Meth brings out Deck and um, Capadonna to do Triumph. And with all due respect, I, listen, I love Triumph, love Triumph. But I'm, I got to be honest, I think Headbanger hits a little bit more in this setting simply on the strength of everybody from Death Squad is rapping. Verse on there when it's just Donna, Deck, and uh, Meth. You know what I mean? Agree. But it just, it just the, the, to keep the momentum alive. You got to do that. So, I like that. It, it, so it feels so good to see Kappa Don and Dick up there, man. Kappa's, Kappa's a legendary rapper. I know people are like, what are you talking about? He is, man. And, 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 and Meth paid his homage. Meth paid absolutely the greatest homage to, guess it's what, to that Rebel INS, an MC that you interviewed, right, Three, You interviewed yeah, Rebel right. INS. Okay? Right. So that dude, he interviewed. Hello? Yeah, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, that, dude, that, dude, that, dude, that dude you interviewed, Inspector Deck, spit mm-hmm. arguably one of the all-time great set-off verses. You got Capadonna. And then Meth with it, as the world turns, I spread like germs, bust the globe with my pestilence. Uh, what a great, listen, another nigga, great moment. How many times you and I have talked, you said on the show about the, about the pillage? Like, I think we're the few niggas that love the pillage. I'm like, wow, I thought I was the only nigga. I like the pillage. I thought the pillage was a four mic album. I like the pillage a lot. Donna, you know Donna always gets left from us, man. Always. And of course, these niggas close the night out, bringing out Rock Wilders. You know, right? Listen, the, the close, this is why I say this is five mics. Everything they've done the last 10 minutes of this show, 15 minutes of this show, was just pure excellence, man. It's like looking at Steph Curry shoot three pointers, man. And them to close out the night with Rock Wilder, man. Talk to me. This was uh, Mike Tyson in 88 when he knocked out Frank Bruno. Yep. This is Mike Tyson between 86 and 89 when he was undefeated on Mike Tyson Punch-Out. This was a, just a phenomenal way to close out the greatest verses of all time. By far. 
And y'all like, Rob Far, you bugging. Nope, I'm not bugging. Because what they did was they paid tribute to the history of hip-hop. They brought out so many MCs from the 80s, from the early 90s, and they paid homage to everybody. I thought it was just a great celebration. And then you ended with the rock wallop. Word. Agree. Agree, man. This is a dope night, man. Five mic night. I loved it a lot, man. I I, I did, too. I agree with you. Now, I want to go back. In the middle of the verses, there was something you wanted to say. But let me just say this, first of all. Um, Troy Ave. Troy Ave was in the live, and this is what he tweeted. I never knew how ill the Rizzo was until I saw him in the Hulu movie about his life. That's when I started to respect him. So, Troy Ave, Troy Ave, you didn't know how nice the Rizzo was or who he was until 2017? That's when you realized how ill the Rizzo was? Clown status. Superstar clown status. Nah, let me, for you let to, me just, for you put that out there like that? My man, you invalidated everything about you, brother. Everything. Yeah, but he played himself big time because he says that, right? And then I'm looking at because I see you send me a message. Then I'm then I definitely my my cousin and I are looking at the chat more. I'm like, I'm confused. You say some old clown shit like that, but then you're bigging up Capadonna, bigging up Dex. It's like, which one is it, my nigga? Is it black girl ice or shorty? Is it black girl lost or shorty or for ice? Because it made no sense to me that you made a stupid ass comment like that. But then you're picking up the I don't, I would confuse the shit out of it. But then they get destroyed out, right? A nigga that's just <laughs> not been. No, nah, let's call it away. The nigga been been off for a little bit though, man. And also watch. I don't know if Meth and Red know this, man, but um, culture and, and, and well, listen, does this man deserve an appreciation for what he's done for the culture of hip hop? You and I could do a whole probably hour show on, on Russell Simmons. What he's meant for the culture? What did LL Cool J say? Who put Russell Simmons up in the skyscrapers on on the, on, the, on that joint, the bomb and shit? We didn't really care to see Russell last night. Let's be real, man. With all due respect, this I think that was, was an ouch moment. Another ouch moment. This was a big time premeditated mistake on their part, and it was an unforced error for no reason. It's on goal. It's like you dunking in your own basket. You didn't have to do it. Yeah. Because I'm looking at my timeline because I'm live tweeting the entire battle, and then all of a sudden, Russell Simmons' name is trending. And boy, oh boy, the women, and a lot of men too, were not happy. It, it, and they wasn't happy. And, and here's another thing where I know it was premeditated, and it was whack. And now I'm going to go into it. It was whack what y'all did because y'all know the sister. Y'all personally know the sister. The sister I'm talking about is a sister by the name of Drew Dixon. She tweeted this out. Method Man was always a sweetheart. When I worked with him on the duet with Mary on How High for the show and on the Wings of the Morning remix with Capleton, an amazing artist I signed to Death Jam. So it was painful that Meth and Red platformed the man who raped me on Versus. You know what really bothered me? 
that not only did this sister say this, Messin' Red Men know her. The version of the Mary song you played was the version she did not do. She's the reason why it did the the uh the version, the video version came out. She made that happen. Messin' Man, you know that. You personally know her. Red Man, you know her. And when when Redman started shouting out everybody at Def Jam, Leo Cohen, Kevin Lyle, Russell Simmons, and then y'all going, you're step the sister who was the one in the middle making this happen? And right. then putting Russell Simmons on Fourth Street when he has allegations with over 20 women and the man is living in the only country in the world that has no extradition laws? And you thought black Twitter was not going to see that. So it hurt the event because Russell Simmons started trending and it started taking away from a historic night. So that was a mistake on the brothers' part. They should not have had Russell Simmons nowhere near this. Word, 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 word. That's what it is, man. I love this. I like this breakdown we did here, man. I just... You know, we know how we're going to break this shit down to the minerals and vitamins, man. Take us on, my nigga. P-S-A hip-hop. The home of Ty Domi, the goon. Who? Ty Domi. Who's that? Hockey player. When do we start talking about hockey? Because me and you was raised off of Mike Bossy. <laughs> what do we need? What do we know? Let me talk for Mike Bossy? Yeah, but... Okay, and, and wait, three. Why do me and you know who Mike Bossy is? Because of Mad Dog and fucking this nigga. Oh, Mad Dog and Mike... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This nigga really went there, man. That's what it is, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. Shout out to Red Man, Met the Man, DJ Scratch. Shout out to my brother Watson, man. You know the vibes out right there, man. Hold your heads, man. One.